Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Straightforward Farming Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Reed, alongside Nick McCormick. Nick, what's new with you this week? Oh, nothing. Just recovering from Bowling Green, trying to get stuff done, get ready for harvest. Yeah, how'd Bowling Green go? I don't guess we ain't done a podcast since then, have we? We done no, one we before. Haven't. No, uh, so, went well. Went did, well. Good. Another another year passed. Another year of fun. Yep. Good and, to see everybody. It's the first play I've been to all year. And you so. actually went down the track, right? I did. Yep. I did. Never not far enough, but uh, yep. yeah, I did. So got to drive somebody else's tractor. So yeah. probably nice to be back to seat once. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's always nice to look out. That Bowling Green crowd is. Uh, something of its own and uh it's always nice to a little bit mesmerizing when you look out across it so yeah, yeah it was nice to to be back in the saddle i guess yeah yeah every year i say i'm going to go to that and i've still never took time and this summer was actually probably one of the busier summers i've had for the summer ever oh it's terrible and then of course you know i got that 4010 and i was hell-bent on getting that son of a bitch done before fall i didn't want to drag this thing out have the shop tied up have to yeah. fall you know just get on it get it done so yeah i mean that I mean, it didn't screw my summer up, but that's where the bulk of my summer went. Yeah. And then by the time Bowling Green ro- rolled around, you know, I got to get the combine out, start getting stuff ready for harvest. So no, I hear you. It's been this summer slipped by super fast. Like I was not ready for kids to go back to school. I, I a lot more stuff I really wanted to get done. But yeah. Didn't get it done. Yeah, it truly was one of the fastest summers I can remember, even as far as for the kids forever. And of course, we didn't take a vacation this summer. Uh, I'm you assuming know. part of it was. You know, the last couple have been COVID summers. Right. So there wasn't as much going on. Now we're kind of back in the... Yeah, they kind of drug on because you were... In the normal groove, so to speak. Yeah, kind of bored in a sense. And you're ramped back up and it moved fast, I suppose. Yeah, so... So I seen today they released the numbers from the Pro Farmer Crop Tour. Uh, did you happen to see the results of I, that? I did not see them. No. And don't, don't quote me on this because I'd have to go back and look at my phone, but they come in with a final national yield of either 168... Or 169 and some change, you know, either 168.4 or 169, you know, whatever it was. So substantially lower than USDA, which I'm going to say they're probably right on the money. I don't think this crop's as big as. I don't think it's out there. I don't either. No. I mean, even the places where it's good, I don't think it's going to be as good as last year. Right. Same here. We're not going to have no record here. We're going to have really good crops, but no record. No. We had enough early stress and troubles, this, that, and the other. Like, we've had a fairly wet summer. Right. But. It's not going to be, it's going to be good, but yeah. it's not going to be like earth shattering. Like yeah. Good, and the spots know. that normally carry the state of Illinois, they're actually hurting. Yes. You know, they were pulling 150 bushel yields out of them areas. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's a crop failure to them guys. I mean. Yeah. 190 is bad for them. Yeah. So. so, so yeah, I would say they're, they're pretty close on their numbers. I, yeah. I wouldn't argue with that. So, yeah. So, you know, the markets are starting to take off. I'm sure fertilizer I'm hearing, um. Europe has now suspended all natural, or I'm sorry, uh, anhydrous ammonia production because they basically know Putin's going to freeze them out this winter. So they're saving the natural gas to heat their homes and not make anhydrous. So it sounds like any end products are going up substantially. Yeah, I heard today that you're going to get shut off on anhydrous. You had to pay for it today is what a buddy of mine was telling me. Yep, that's exactly what I heard from my supplier, so... 100 percent pay now 11.35 a ton 25 percent now their balance due in january is 11.55 a ton after that no prices we're not committing to nothing mm. good so times tells me corn could be 18 dollars a bushel next year if nobody can get any in to put on it yeah no you doubt know. 
So my current plan is to put every ounce of everything I can on this fall. Anhydrous yeah. fertilizer, all of it. I want it in my possession. Same on. thing I did last year. Yep. Yeah. yeah, which I normally do all that anyway. Yeah. But this ain't going to be one of them years to save back 100 acres to compare no. or whatever. So. No. Put it down and move forward. Yep. Yeah. It's either that or take prevent plant next year. Yeah. Think a liberal. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Because I'm damn sure not going all soybeans. No. I mean... Or I love I, soybeans, but I'm not going 100%. Yeah, I mean, I guess never say never, but that's for damn sure not what I want to do. No, so. absolutely not. So, I don't know. This whole deal in Russia, Ukraine, it's a mess, and it's got shit all out of whack. Did you see where California is banning the sale of gasoline-powered cars by the year 2035? Completely. I heard that. When will the manufacturers just ban the sale of anything? To California. Yeah, I agree. I'm telling you, and we've covered this before. I would build a wall on the Nevada border, and I wouldn't sell shit to those people. I wouldn't either. I'd starve them out. I'd you do guys want to like do said. dumb shit? Just like the other day, I told you, how much, how many millions of dollars have been wasted printing that stupid Prop 65 warning on literally everything you buy? Yeah. I could give two shits if the lights are on in California. I don't care if they eat. I don't care if they have cars to drive. Let them sit there with their rickshaws and their freaking soy latte, whatever the bullshit they're drinking, and run up and down the coast. I don't care. Yeah, I agree. We just need big warehouses in Nevada. We're dropping the shit here. You guys figure out how to get the rest of the way across the state because we're done. Not bringing our gasoline-powered vehicles or diesel into your state. No, we don't want to pollute it. You guys are doing plenty enough. I mean, you've seen San Francisco. It's looking great these days. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no needles and trash and defecation yeah. right all yeah. across the streets. Now they're doing a great job keeping it clean. Yeah. I seen a TikTok the other day, and it was kind of fascinating. And it was a guy that was basically, you know, bashing climate change, which I'm 100% on board with. Mm-hmm. And I never thought about this till he said it. Have you ever, so we all, like when we were kids grew up, smog was the big word, right? Oh, yeah. And what was, it was always a picture of L.A., right? You know, 20 lanes of traffic and smog. Yeah. He said, did you ever hear Chicago bitch about smog? New York City? All these other cities with millions and millions of people? Never heard about smog. And basically, he was making the correlation of, as Sam Kennison would say, you live in a fucking desert. (laughs) So, yeah, it, it wasn't smog. It was the... About like when we get haze around yeah. here of a morning when it's real hot and humid mm-hmm. in the summer, it was the same fucking thing. And they're just sitting there calling it, oh, it's just pollution, it's smog, and everything else. Yeah. Like, it didn't have shit to do with any of it. Yeah. It's, it's where you live. Yeah. Because Chicago, I think, is, what, eight or nine million people or something like that. Yeah. I mean, the whole state of Illinois is like 12, and most of them yeah. are there. But I've never once heard smog mentioned in Chicago. No. New York City. Anywhere else, it was always Los Angeles. It's that. not smoggy enough they can't see the shoot in Chicago. Right, exactly. So they still see, got a clear shot, so they're yeah. good. And now they're running out of water. They're acting like, you know, it's crisis lockdown mode. Once, Once again, again they live in a desert. desert. You live in a desert. Yeah, you don't live where the food is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's a mess. Like I said, I would Amazon delivery would stop at the border. Yep. You can pick her up here, here, find a way back to your house. I don't care. Yeah, I don't know what the answer is. And, I mean, there's a lot of farmers that are going to get screwed big time by this water deal because now you know, they're yeah. making mandatory cuts. Yeah. And I don't know what the answer is. I mean, I truly don't. But, man, you're going to cripple a lot of people very rapidly here. And it's a matter of time. You know, they're just dying to shut irrigation off in Nebraska and everywhere oh, else yeah. with the Ogallala Aquifer. I mean, it's, it's mm-hmm. coming. I mean, not saying it'll be next year, but they're just dying to. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh. It's a shit show, as usual. The people in charge are, unfortunately, not that bright. So, 
Yeah, that I would agree with. It uh, it's not going to get any, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know how you fix it. I don't know how you write the ship, but something's got to change. Well, I got a couple ideas, but I probably shouldn't put them out there. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so. probably solve few of them pretty quick but anyway moving on yeah exactly <laughs> don't want to dwell bring, yeah. bring everybody down yeah <laughs> yeah you're not here you're not here to be getting bad news yeah. you're here to well we're not sure why you're here but we're glad you're here yeah so. exactly we're getting close to a million downloads in this podcast in fact we may be over a million like for those of you that don't know nick and i literally sit around drink beer shoot the shit and record it and let you guys listen to it. I don't give two shits about stats. We have no sponsors. Hint, hint, if anybody wants to sponsor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, you know, we don't care about any of that. We're yeah. just having fun, drinking beer, yeah. and that's it. Do but, yeah, we we're, do. we're getting really close to a million downloads, and we will have been on the air for two years this coming January. Yeah. So, overall, I feel like that's all right for, yeah. Yeah. for literally just screwing off. Yeah. So, yeah, so thanks to all the listeners for that. Yeah, we um, appreciate it. And another good podcast, we've mentioned this numerous times, is the Bushels Merrills podcast. Yeah. Ryan and Jess do a fantastic job. If you're into yeah. the current political state, uh, you know, a lot of us think alike that are listening to this podcast or if you're a part of this. So if you want to hear uh, more of the political side or yeah. I'm not going to say mainstream talking points, but they, they cover a little more current events, I yeah. guess you would say. But uh, very good podcast. So go check that out, Bushels and Merrills. You can find it on any platform. Yeah. But and we're not... Uh, we're not PC enough to probably pull that off. No, no, we're not. <laughs> but if you'd like to talk to us one-on-one and get our political beliefs, be happy to tell you. Yeah. But, uh, yep. We had big plans for this summer. We was going to take call-ins and everything yeah, else. Yeah, we are going to do lots of stuff. We didn't do any of it. Yeah, exactly. We're just like any other typical yeah, American. We're yeah. going to promise you the world and yeah. then deliver on none of it. But that's yeah. all right. Man, we're working towards our way to be politicians. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it, I think it would be cool, though, in Louisville or somewhere at the farm show, if you could somehow... I'm not saying rent your own booth, but talk to, and I'm just using this example, you know, J&M, Grant, yeah. or whoever, you know, hey, can we have literally a five-foot corner yeah. of your booth? We'll get people over here, let people sit down for we five minutes. We could have at a Bowling Green at the campground. Well, this is There true. have been plenty of people who would have give, gladly given us space. I don't know, would that content have been able to have been aired, you know, by 10 o'clock at night? Well, or? if we shot it during the day, it would have been fine. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah, we should have looked into that, maybe. Yeah. There was a ton of TikTokers out there that, that I recognized, get to hang out with. It's a good time. A ton of people come up and, and mention the podcast, talked about it, so on and so forth. And some of it was later in the evening, like I, you know, I didn't get to really meet them, but they, you know, slapped me on the back, hey, you know, like it, whatever, et cetera, which was nice. You know, it was, it was cool. It's a good time. Yeah, I, I have been humbled by how many people listen to oh, this podcast. Yeah. When we started this, I'm like, you know, hey, if we get a couple, two, three hundred people a week, yeah, hell, that'd be fine. Yeah, whatever, that'd be good. Yeah. But, Again, just for those of you listening, hell, I'll throw it out there. I don't care. We get on average per episode. Now, I'm not saying per week. I'm saying per episode. And so, generally, you guys know through the winter, we try to release one once a week. Now, this yeah. time of year with sports and kids, it, we, it just don't happen. There just ain't enough hours in the day. But no. if we're dropping one podcast a week, it's pretty consistent eight to 10,000 downloads per episode. Yeah. And that's that's pretty wild to me. Yeah, no so, doubt. No doubt. Considering my wife and kids don't listen to me at all. Uh, yeah, exactly. At any level. Not, right. I'm not counting the podcast. I'm just talking about it in general. <laughs> yeah. For 8,000 other people to like tune in and say, hey, you know, what's he saying? And I'm pretty tickled by that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, they're probably not still actually listening. But 
but uh, not doing what I say because Lord knows nobody does. Yeah, I think people like the the senseless noise that we provide yeah, while they drive up exactly. and down the road. You know, they don't have to be in deep thought where they're veering off the road, well, driving over pedestrians. My, my high pitched voice has a has a nice yeah, tone to their ear. I think for sure. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's been quite the summer, but yeah, we're gonna try to get back on these podcasts. Yeah, we'll try to be better coming up this winter. I mean, it was just so busy this summer. There just yeah. simply was not enough hours in the day. Wasn't to, enough time to get it all done. So you guys are just too goddamn demanding, is what it amounts to. You just got to be patient with us. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Tony and I are not professionals, but we're trying hard. Yeah, we'll we'll get it out there eventually for That's you. That's right. Yeah. I, I just love the fact how we can whip the shit out of our of our listeners and they just keep coming back for more so, you know, they, everybody likes an insult yeah that's right uh, yeah here in the old podcast room so for those of you that follow me on tiktok i've got all these shirts scattered all around the room here and here a while back we was going out on a friend's boat i needed a shirt to cut the sleeves off of i didn't want to cut any of my good ones so i just come down here to the podcast room and just started cutting sleeves off shirts so i've kind of the walls are a little bit bare on the one yeah. side but i've got a whole pile of shirts sitting here again to put back up and replace it so i need to to put back up the fall the fall yeah, attire fall, or fall remodel yeah exactly yeah. so have to get that going but yeah no doubt so yeah i don't know what else is due nothing nothing too exciting like stuff like i said getting stuff ready for fall like i said just got back from bowling green it was a great time thanks to all the people that come up and said hey and and uh, the hospitality ran into denny and live you know COVID 19 and live lux great time with them uh, Red Power Stew, Curtis Big W, uh, Ginger Nurse, Snow Rider, all those guys treated me like a king, way better than I deserve. Uh, can't complain about that at all. Had a great time with those guys. Ran to several other people. Um, just had a good time. It was good to see the Poland family again. Yeah, been, that's the first play I've been to all year um, since I'm allegedly retired. Yeah, and uh, so it was good to see all my all my Poland friends or whatever. Plus all the tiktok podcast crowd so that was good um otherwise just trying to keep up with the family and so on and so forth and we're in the process of building a new toolbar for our air seeder and and uh, getting everything ready for fall and doing some work on the draper and it's time to get the combine out and oh yeah i forgot you went to a draper this fall yeah this be your first fall with it right first fall yeah you're gonna love that yeah it should be fine Hopefully. Yep. I sold my auger head today, so it better be good. Yep. You'll like it. I'd never go back to an auger head unless times were tough and I couldn't afford it. But, yeah, they're they're nice. Very nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So. And you stayed with a Case IH? You're not a Mac? I, I have a Case IH one. Okay. Um, only by sheer dumb luck. Like, I don't want to tell you the story, but long story short, I was trying to buy a Mac Don. And a buddy of mine was using it. It was his MacDon. It was on his second combine. And uh, never would give me a number. Told me a range, but never would give me a number because they weren't done with it yet. I'm like, I don't need it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, just tell me what you want for it. You can finish up. Like, I don't care. Unless you run it into a tree. Like, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. So, kind of went back and forth there, and he never could come up with a number. And literally, when he texted me the number, I called my brother. And he's like, I actually just wrote the check and handed it to the guy for case I one. And it's fine. It'll be fine. Um, Ryan's got the same one. Bushels and Barrels got the same, mm-hmm. only the yellow version. So it's probably not as good because it's yellow. Yeah. But uh, it'll be fine. 
it'll be it'll be better than what I had. I have no complaints about my auger head. It was just too small. Yeah. Um, there's no reason to run a big combine with a small head. So. Are you 30 or 35? 35. 35, okay. We've got a 35-foot deer ordered, but it won't yeah. be until after harvest, so yeah. we're 30 foot now. Yeah. But so we'll we're be going from 25 to 35. Oh, so. shit, yeah. Theoretically, it can be done in two days. Yeah. It's not going to happen, but that's my goal. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. My brother's been doing quite a bit of work on it and whatnot. I've been kind of abandoning him on that deal. Hopefully, he's getting it all done right. I've been so busy. I that time. Yeah, that's more his style anyway. Let uh, him let him do all well, that. Well, he can tinker with that at his house when he wants to and yeah. so on and so forth. So I'm going to go out there tomorrow and supervise it and make sure it's going okay. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at least, at least that way a month from now you can say we done this and we done that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, you know. Exactly. I don't want to take all the credit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yep. So. so looking forward to that. I don't know. Need to uh, – Need to get some other stuff done. Realize that oh, this needs that repaired and that repaired, and I kind of forgot about it. So I got some other stuff to do that needs to be done. But yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think since the last time we've been on here if there's been any big news in the ag world, machinery wise. I I don't think nothing. I don't think so. I no, don't think so. I know we were talking earlier. Uh, for those of you that attend the Louisville Farm Show in February uh, this year, you know, last year there was a big get together. I don't know how that was handled. I was basically told be here on these days yeah. i mean i i didn't have anything to do with setting it up don't really know how it all worked but nonetheless this year we're talking about getting hotels there in louisville and it's just going to be a blanket order of hey we're going to be at this bar whatever night yeah if you want to swing by and see us that's where we'll be open to anybody everybody yeah. and and go that route you, you know you you hate to you hate to throw different shit out on TikTok as far as some people don't see that stuff you know yeah. they they're only on there once every four or five days well then that yeah. video kind of got buried they missed it it's like well shit i didn't know anything about it so yeah. i think it's easier to just kind of put the word out that hey that's where we're going to be there's no set time we're just going to be there if you want to swing by for beer yeah. go for it you know it's been my first farm show without a tractor since 99 probably so really yeah yep so should be fun yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah it's got to be a little bit of a relief at least if you want to go to the show and piss around a little bit you can i mean you're not kind of married to that thing yeah in a sense you know it'll be fine yeah it'll be fine yeah yeah last year was the first time i'd been to the farm show in years had a great time phenomenal yeah. i loved it so yeah it's but, a heck of a show yeah sure. it is that it's really something yeah. Which I, I seen, uh, I think it was Mark Thomas had a TikTok, the Kentucky State Fair's going on. Of course, yeah. a lot of that shit was inside the same buildings we yeah. were in at Louisville, you know. Yeah. And I always forget about that being the fairgrounds, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, I guess, how do they do that at their state fair? Have you ever been to the Kentucky State Fair? I, I mean, not. is the whole thing indoors like that, I wonder? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, if you're from, from Kentucky, man, the Kentucky State Fair, yeah, let, let us, us know. Let us know. I, I don't know. I, we got a local guy here that goes every year, but I've never asked him. Which, hell, I'd kind of be all about that, a state fair in the air conditioning. Yeah, hell, yeah would be all go. bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to Illinois where our state fair sucks. Yeah, they, what, canceled virtually everything because yeah. we ain't got no money. You yeah, know. well, we need to remodel this and do that. Oh, the shit that's been broke for 10 years, now you're going to finally fix it. But the DeCoin State Fair is Tuesday. Yeah. The, the 618 State Fair. Yeah, so for those of you that don't know, Illinois has two completely separate state, state fairs. fairs you got one in springfield the state capital and one in Ducoin, which is way down south mm -hmm. and i don't know if any other states have two state fairs or not but no, illinois not that badass but we are yeah, yeah. illinois had two for ever i don't win a new coin store i mean i can remember I mean, my parents talk about going to decoin to the state fair yeah 
you know, before I was born. I remember my mom and dad took us, God, I couldn't have been eight, nine years. I barely, about all I remember of the, of the whole thing was walking by the grandstand yeah. and just seeing the big grandstand there. But other than that, I don't really remember any of it. So, yeah. That was there a couple of years ago. So, yeah, we got, we are so financially sound in the state of Illinois that we have two state fairs. <laughs> yeah. Beat that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, mister. Yeah. yeah. We're that badass. Well, <laughs> basically, long story short, ain't nobody from DeCoin driving to Chicago. Right. Or they probably ain't driving to Springfield. Right. So, we're just going to have this one and uh, call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice, it's a, it's a great spot. It's a nice setup. Um. The Coin State Fair is actually a really nice deal. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a nice setup. Well, I remember back when we was kids, they always had, what, the Street Machine Nationals. You know, a lot of yeah. shit went on in DuCoin. The last year for that, I was at the last one of those. It kind of got out of hand, didn't it? I mean, to some degree, yeah. I mean, a lot of. Yeah. It, I'm trying to think. The last year would have been about 94 or 5. Has it been that long? That's probably right. 94 to 96 i'm going to tell you i don't know for sure it's right in there and the only reason i can tell you that is i went down and in a buddy of my brother's and i was friends with him too obviously a 94 ford thunderbird he, he hadn't had it very long yep. he bought it new um because i went with my brother and his friends and they all started piling in and i held to the back because i'm you know i'm the young guy of the group so i'll just you know hang out well they all dove in and I ended up in the front seat. Ah, nice. <laughs> so we get about two-thirds of the way down there. Like, how'd you end up in the front seat? I'm like, all you dipshits hopped in the back. I don't know. I was the last one to get in. I did not get to ride in the front seat on the uh, way home. Got but, vetoed. Yeah, I got, I got kicked out, uh-huh. which is fine. But uh, five people on a 94 Ford Thunderbird was plenty. Yeah, that'd be but, enough. Uh, it was enough. I'm trying to think, where exactly is Ducoin? I mean, it's straight all- south on 57 and a little bit west. Really? You get off at... Uh, Hmm, I can't even tell you now. A little bit south of Centralia and head west, I don't know, 10 miles. Really? Yeah. It's, I, it's I, very easy to get. The fairgrounds is super easy to get to. It's just been too long. And I guess it's one of them, the interstates that we travel, you never see signs for Ducoin. It's no. kind of off in one of them areas yeah. that never says Ducoin next exit. No. You know, it, I'm trying to think. It's a little bit south of Cesar, I think. So you're getting down close to Mount Vernon. I mean. You're south of Mount Vernon. South of Mount Vernon. Yeah. Yeah. So probably between there and Marion and then head back. Yeah, head back west. Yep. Yep. I'll be damned. Yep, that's getting down there. That's that's true southern Illinois when you get down. I mean, we're like right, we're like north northern southern Illinois. Is that what you would want to call it? I mean, we're like right on the edge of. I prefer the term south central. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're not 618ers, but we can see them from where we're at. Literally, we could see him from where we're at. Literally, <laughs> that's pretty close. Yeah, that's pretty close. But we we'll we'll, we'll fly our two one seven flag. But uh, yeah, we're close. Yeah, in fact, and I'm not knocking the six one eighters. Don't get all your. In fact, in my place. neighbors a quarter mile to the south of me have a six one eight address. That's no shit. Their mail all comes out of Beecher City. Really? Yep. So, no kidding. Yep, and that is a six one eight. That is the true six one eight. I'll be damned. Yep. I did not so, know that. Sure enough. For the record, I live north of Tony. Yeah. <laughs> just barely. Just and barely. I, I made it by the just, skin of my yeah, teeth. Yeah, just far enough. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. far enough. <laughs> uh, so here's what I want to know. And I'm not knocking the guy. You know, so I'm going to get flamed for this, which we've all discussed my deal on politics anymore. I'm, I just don't vote. I'm just yeah. sick of all of it. it. It's meaningless. But of all the people... 
Darren Bailey. I mean, you would swear to God this guy come from southern Mississippi. It's like nobody in Illinois talks with the accent that you have. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. Don't you know? I'm going to get flamed for this. He's literally like 40 miles south here. Yeah, he, it's not like he's in you know North yeah. Alabama, right? Yeah. If you put him on stage and had him read a paragraph, nobody's going to peg him from being from Illinois. It's like what's going on? You know? I don't know. Gosh, I hope he wins, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he he does have a. A little, a little bit of a twang. twang. A little twang to him. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'm not knocking the guy. Don't misunderstand. I mean, he's about the same distance from everything him that we are. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> he's mean, literally 30 miles south, and we're 20 miles north. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. If we met in the middle, it'd be a race. Yeah. But anybody else that I know from that area don't quite have the same twang that he's got, so I don't know where this come from. I, it's not fake. I'm not saying no, the guy's faking no, it no. by any means, but. No. I hope for the sake of Illinois that. That he wins and can pull us through some shit because we got some shit to go through. I'm completely baffled that he won the primary as handily as he. I mean, it wasn't even close. I mean, he just stomped everybody. Well, they can and, only print so many ballots, and they're busy doing that for JB, right? You know, and I see every morning now they're clipping him for farm subsidies. You know, he's all about stop the handouts, but he's taking all these farm subsidies and blah blah blah. You know, so yeah, they're, they're they're grabbing for straws here, but yeah. whatever. Well. Unfortunately for him, he's probably already paid back his student loans. Yeah. And so for those of you out-of-staters, so J.B. Pritzker, our governor, he's an heir to the Hyatt mm-hmm. Hotels. He's a billionaire. So, yeah. And you guys are going to get a taste of him because he's going to run for president. Mm-hmm. And so, like, all through COVID, he's giving us all this health advice that we need to do this to stay healthy and we need to do that to stay healthy. And the guy literally weighs 700 fucking pounds. Yeah. But he's going to tell you... You need yeah. to be healthy. And he spent most of his time in Wisconsin or Florida. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. then when he got caught, remember, oh, we got animals and horses up there that we had to tend to. You know, yeah. that, that's what he's we doing were. chores on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. I bet he's mucked a lot of stalls in his day. Yeah. Typical fucking slime ball. Yeah. But I'm just yeah. warning you, so tell all your friends when they hear the name J.B. Pritzker. He's like a fat mobster from an 80s movie. Yeah. I mean, he's literally one of them guys that, like, that, like you don't look at his clothes and think, you know, that guy could be a little bit overweight, but his clothes kind of hide it. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you see the guy, you're like, he's fucking fat. I yeah. mean, he's just huge. So yeah. his chin is part of his chest because there's no neck in between. Yeah, and he's and yeah. I'm fat, but he makes me look thin. Yeah. So so just put it on your radar, JB Pritzker out of Illinois, because he's going to run for president. Yeah. That's his ultimate goal. So just be sure to tell all your friends that he's a piece of shit yeah. and move on. So if you see him run for anything. It'll be an election because he's damn sure not running on foot. Yeah, and he's not running from a buffet. I can tell you <laughs> yeah, that either. Yeah, yeah. Golden Corral and him are tight. Yeah. No offense to Golden Corral. I, has the guy ever really done anything his entire life? I mean, he's just one of them. He's, he's clearly he's eaten. Well, yeah, he, yeah, uh, for outside sure. Outside of that, I don't know that he's done anything. Yeah. I don't think he's done anything productive. No. No. So, I, and I think that's where we're at in politics now. It's just going to be yeah. the millionaires and billionaires that yeah. are just going to start well, running the show. afford to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. See, Nancy Pelosi's husband got clipped for a, a Dewey, DUI, which... To be married to her, you'd have to be drunk. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'd be on meth and everything else. I mean, yeah. just just being honest. So I can't believe he can drive. Surely you'd have gouged your eyes out years ago. I would think. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure Ed, this is all smoke and mirrors. I mean, we got to yeah. make the headlines that, yeah, he actually got... Clipped for a DUI, but, you know, we're going to sweep that under the rug that nobody will see that yeah, part of it. Yeah. But. Well, maybe he was going to hang out with Hunter. Could have been. Could have been. Yeah. Yep. You'll never know. Yep. Him and the big guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I was riding my bike the other day. Didn't fall off. So successful trip there. <laughs> yeah. Kickstand oh, saves lives, Tony. Kickstand saves lives. Yep. 81, 82 million votes, man. Yep. Highest, highest total ever. It's yep. got to be true. Yep. Yeah. My challenge to most of Illinois this election cycle is hold up. That's my challenge to, to anything south of I-80. Quit being so goddamn proud of how quick you can count. Yeah. Don't turn your votes in instantaneously. Yeah. We screw ourselves every year. We've been doing it since Kennedy got elected. This time, so you know what? Next time the election gets done, you're the ballot counter guy or whatever. Go outside and burn one. Crack a cold beer. Maybe run up to the Legion. Play around the cards. Give it a few minutes before you turn into the tally. Yeah. Has anybody else ever noticed, like, you're watching Fox News on election night? Mm. 7.03. Takes us three yep. minutes to turn yep. our votes in Illinois. Illinois has already called yeah. you know, Joe Biden as the winner. Yep. It's like, really? Seven, in three minutes. We count yep. all this shit in three minutes. Mm-hmm. That's how good we are in Southern Illinois. We're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's my challenge to Illinois this year. Take your time. Yeah. I, if I was a county, anything south of by 80, I wouldn't turn my votes in till sometime Thursday morning. In the wee hours of the morning. In the wee hours of the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, we still we're finding some lock boxes. We're finding some yeah. shit, and we got yeah. extra ballots here, Tony. We got to get have time to right. fill them out. Yep. Well, we found I'm not even to I'm yeah. just saying, don't turn them in for a little bit. Give yourself 20 minutes. Yeah. Go to the bar. Shoot around a pool. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. Turn on the straightforward farming podcast. Yeah. Listen to an episode. Exactly. Then turn your votes in. <laughs> we should do live election coverage. No, we should do live election coverage. <laughs> live from the courthouse yeah. with Mr. Growing Corn 2020. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> we ain't buying it, Joe. Yeah. Is, is that like where the bottom of the barrel reporters go on election night? You know, Illinois, like 701, they're out of a job. You yeah. know, it's like, well, fuck. Yeah, no doubt. I got hired and fired the same day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you always get the guys, you know, Georgia, New Hampshire, wherever you go. They, they yeah. get to go all night long. Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> reporting from the courthouse. Yeah, ours wouldn't last very long. Nope. Nope, we're Terrible. super good. We're always so proud we can count. It's like, yeah, we got our shoes off. We we counted all these votes. Turn them in quick. Yeah. This year, let's just pump the brakes, take our time. Yeah, give, Darren, I, uh, give Darren Bailey a chance and don't turn him yeah. in too quick. Because it doesn't matter how many votes he gets at 9 o'clock that night or 7.05 that night. It only matters what they find throughout the night right. to make the election. Remember when Bill be. Brady ran against yes. Pat Quinn and there's 102 counties in Illinois? Yeah. And Bill Brady won uh, either 100 or 101 counties, and yeah. Pat Quinn got elected because he won Cook County. Yeah, and at 10 o'clock that night, Bill Brady had won. There's no way they could catch him in Chicago. And did you believe those last couple precincts had a record voter turnout? Yeah, that's unbelievable. They found they had all kinds of votes in those yeah. counties. Remember yeah. when Al Franken got elected in Minnesota as yeah. a senator, that yeah. piece of shit? Yeah, piece of shit that, that he was. That that went on for like two weeks, and yeah. by God, we found some in the trunk of a car that yeah. they was bringing him to the courthouse. Yeah. Yeah. But there, there's no election fraud in this country. I mean, I, I'm telling you. We won't no- have to worry about that soon, Tony. Once we go to all electric cars, they won't be able to haul those ballots. That's right. They won't have the capacity for it. That's right. They'll just be out there swimming in the yellow waters of the lithium mines saying, damn, what a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah. good old lithium mines. That's Yeah, that's where it's at. Yep. Yeah, what a deal. Environmentally friendly. I think I just am going to have to run for office. Oh, I don't want to run for office. I want to run for Supreme Dictator. I only need to do it for a couple of weeks. That's how I am. I think I could solve most of it pretty quick. Oh, I know I could. Basically, the day I was elected, if you're currently in Congress or have ever served in Congress, you're hung for treason immediately. (laughs) Immediately. (laughs) 
immediately yes. on national TV. No questions. Your asked. family and maybe even your dog. Yeah. 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 We can start off taking off the career politicians and the lawyers. And, and I always get tired of the lame excuse. Well, you know, there is a handful of good ones. So we're willing to ride this all the way down for the five good ones. Yeah. But keep the rest of the yeah, bad. No, the I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. I'm we're, we're lumping them we're, all out. We're lumping you together. Yeah. You guys are shit out of luck. It's like yeah. if you ever looked at a cornfield in, in the spring and think, God damn, I don't know whether to replant it or not. And finally, you just get pissed and you just tear it yeah. all up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not patching around here. I'm not the guy you want to send to that deal, Tony. Me neither. Dad told me one time, this has been years ago, he's like, I can go over to this farm and take the field cultivator and, you know, try to try to figure out how many bags of corn you think I need to bring. So I hollered back on the radio. I said, you want to bring enough to do it all? What for? Because I'm, I'm tearing it all up. Exactly. Like, I drove for a little bit. It was some here, some there. Yep. There's only one way to solve it. Shut this. your eyes and go. Total annihilation. Yep. I'll just devastate it all. You plant yep. the whole thing over again. We'll be good. I don't believe in hoeing corn. We don't even have a hoe anymore. I hoe everything with a field goal of it. Yeah. All of it. Tear it all is up. something you do to kill time while you decide whether or not to replant it. Yeah. Yep, yep, exactly. And then 10 days from then, mm-hmm. you look at it and think, God damn it, I should have replanted it. So mm-hmm. so I think it's the same approach with Congress. Yes. We're just going to yes. tear it all up. and That's where our forefathers did it, Tony. That's right. God save the king. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, you know, it wasn't all that bad. Now nah, we're just going to go ahead and just going to go ahead and get around that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, offen- no offense, Uppy. I cannot imagine what our forefathers would be thinking. Oh, my gosh. Right now. I mean, we burned Boston to the ground over a 2% tax on tea. Yeah. Yeah. Yet here we are. Yep. Yet here we are. And, I mean, that's all Facebook has been filled with is this student loan forgiveness mm-hmm. and this and that. And they they know they've got everybody buffaloed because that's all it's going to be is just a little random yeah. Facebook. And a week from now, everybody's going to be scratching their ass and buying new Nike shoes and forget yeah. all about it. Yep. No and away we go. No big deal. Yep. Nothing shocks us anymore. What what would have to happen in these times to push the American people past the breaking point? Yeah, that's what I mean. It'll I never happen. Big, I don't think a big enough event can happen no. at this point. I like, mean, it really can't. I mean, look at COVID. They said you can't leave your house. You, you can't, can't do this. You can't, can't do that. And everybody just blindly followed okay. it. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Oh, I didn't. You didn't. Yep. But yeah. we're just hanging out together at that point in time because we couldn't go anywhere else. Exactly. But, yeah. And to me, that tells you right there as to how we're going to handle gun control mm-hmm. next because all these people can, can blow all this shit on Facebook that, oh, they'll never get my guns. Yeah. Well, let me guess. You probably got the jab and you probably yeah. followed the rules that says you can't cut somebody's hair because we'll pull your license. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no shit, right? Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Forgive me for even having a fucking license <laughs> to cut hair in the first place. How fucked you know? up do we have to be as a society when you have to have a license to cut hair? Yeah, that's what I mean. You yeah. can go to an abortion clinic at 17, and we do not have to notify your parents. Yes. But you want to cut my hair cut before my hair. I get that abortion? You, you better have a you license, You better have a fucking Tony. license, or we are shutting you down, yeah. pal. Yeah. Yeah. Your ass is mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, your hair's been, your hair's too short. We're mm-hmm. going we're gonna to have to take your diploma. Yeah. What yeah. a joke. So when everybody wants to be Tommy Tough Titties on Facebook, and they'll yeah. never get my guns, trust me, son, it don't matter at this point because it's going to be you and about three other people that are left with them, and at that point, it don't matter. And you'll have long hair. We'll be able yeah. to pick you out of a crowd because exactly. an unlicensed yep. beautician can't cut that. Yeah. yeah there you'll be. 5,000 people are not going to fix this problem. you got to have... and. We're probably going to get pulled for this. And we're, not, we're, not, we're not on here advocating for civil war no. or whatever. I'm just saying. But if you were to start one. Yeah. No. 
it's going to take more than a couple people to yeah. do this. Yeah, no doubt. But nah, people just blindly follow. Yeah. And it'll always be one of them deals that, okay, the old neighbor over here that is anti-gun, as soon as the government says, hey, we're going to give you a $25,000 bounty mm-hmm. for anybody you know that has guns. Yeah. What are they going to do? They're going to turn you They're in. They're going to turn you in. And what good is a gun buried in the pasture to me? Yeah. That does me no good. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a catch-22. So, we passed that point. Well, I'm hoping some of those assault rifles rise up and take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. I've been led to believe they're super dangerous. So oh, for sure. They'll surely defend themselves. Yeah, them, they're they're awful. Yeah. They're not near as dangerous as a Democrat with a pen, near as I can tell. Well, you ain't a shitting. Yeah. Or most Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. A big thank you to the rhinos with no backbones, spines, or balls. Yeah. We appreciate all the work, fine work you've done. I seen old Trump called out Mitch McConnell this week. What the hell do you call him? A washed up or... I can't, I can't remember the term. <laughs> For those of you from Kentucky or just older people than us, was Mitch McConnell ever worth a fuck at anything? Right. He looks like a turtle. He can't. Yes. He only moves half of one side I mean, of his lip. He's completely useless, near yeah. as I can tell. Was yeah. he ever good at anything right. prior to, right. like, not that long ago? Right. And, and I do not know this for sure. I swear on my life, but I'll bet my computer's sitting right here. If we were to Google Mitch McConnell... We're going to find out that he was probably like an aide for Richard oh, sure Nixon or somewhere is where it all started. Now, just we, we can't look that up currently because we'd have to stop the podcast. Exactly. To let the yeah, right. dial up, hook into that. <laughs> exactly. Instead of, you know, paying off the student loans, how about, you know. Yeah. That's fiber, all I've heard for 10 internet. years. We need rural internet. internet yes. Well, where the fuck's that? Because I don't have it. Yeah. And it exactly. sucks. Exactly. Crap, I don't have it. I was in a city last weekend. I didn't have it there either. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's the way it always goes. All them people start out as an aide in the fucking 60s. Oh, yeah. Come right on up through the chain of command. Well, most of them were dope-smoking hippies in the 60s. <laughs> they were too candy-ass to serve in Vietnam, so. Yeah. They signed up to do some other bullshit and got high up and got in the education department while, while everybody else was fighting and getting shot at. Yep. On a Democrat war that we weren't going to fight. Right. For reasons that nobody really knows. Yeah, go after the enemy, but don't cross this yeah. line. Whatever but you do, don't stop. Don't shoot them. Gosh stop. dang it. We're running hearts and minds here, Tony. Yeah. We're going to convince them they're wrong. Yeah. 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 I would like to see how that went over with George Washington when we were fighting the king. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, yeah. when you get to Delaware, stop. Don't cross into Delaware. Yeah. But by God, you run them back to there. Yeah. Yeah. Not no happening. Even H. Norman Schwarzkopf, God rest his soul. He wouldn't have put up with that shit. No, he wouldn't have. No, it's a sad state of affairs. Yeah. But what do you do? Put your head down, go to work, give half your money to the government. and Hell, I'd be fun. tickled pink at this point in time to only have to give half. Yeah. But hey, now, stop. I'm going to stop you right there. we got the Inflation Reduction Act coming oh, on board gonna, here. It's going to reduce it. I yeah, can already Just tell. like the Affordable Care Act made health care and health insurance affordable. Affordable. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yep. So inflation will be falling like a rock soon. Yes. So here's what I need from our from our listeners, particularly if we have any, we probably don't, any of our libtard listeners, what I need you guys to do is go in your bathroom, look in the mirror, and then grab yourself firmly by the ears and try to pluck your head right on out of your ass yeah. and get on board with the rest of us. And let's get this ship sailing. In fact, if you're a liberal, we actually ask that you just quit listening. We we don't even want your business. Yeah, at this point in time. Get out. And I'm sure one of you have to leave a shitty comment on YouTube. That's fine, because I'll block you. No big deal. We don't care. I just have nothing to say to you people. And so thank you for the shape that we're in. Yeah. 
Yeah, and but honestly, I can't even blame them. At least they're honest about their dipshit platform. Yeah. It's the rhinos that piss me off. Right. We're we're gonna protect you from this. We're gonna solve this. We're gonna do this. Ah, those guys over there were just a little too aggressive. We reached across mm-hmm. the aisle. Next thing you know, we're getting a hand job from a tranny. Yeah. And we just can't do anything about it. Yeah. So yeah. And I'm tired of the lame excuse that, well, both parties are too extreme. Yeah. How the fuck is the Republican Party too extreme? They can't get nothing done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no balls. I, yeah. And, and another tidbit for you listeners. If you ever want to pick a Democrat, if, like if you're standing in a bar with a buddy and you're like, man, I can tell by the way this guy dresses, he's a fucking Democrat. If you want to bet your buddy 20 bucks and win 20 bucks, all you have to do is go over to this guy who looks like a Democrat and ask him a question. Because a Democrat will always answer a question with, with a, a question. question. Yes. Because they have a weak argument. Yes. So you can say, so how do you think Joe Biden, or you can make any comment you want, you know, about yeah. Joe Biden or whatever you think is going on. And there will never be that, well, you know, we didn't really agree with this, but this or that. It's always, well, Donald Trump did this. And what do you think he did? That? Yeah. And they will always answer a question with a question with a question. Yeah, I promise you. You yeah. don't believe me? Try it. Yeah, that's your bar time challenge for the next for the next weekend after you go out after listening to this podcast. You go to the bar. You pull that. You try that. You don't have to go to a bar. You go any any public place. You try that. Let me know how it goes. Yep. Yeah. Liberals, and yeah, we can do without them. Imagine a world without them. How great! Do it be. Oh God, wouldn't it be something? Yeah. And rhinos. I wish we could at least draw a line in the U.S. Liberals on one side, conservative, I, and I don't care. I'll take I'll take any half, north, south, east, yeah. you, whatever. It don't matter. Yeah. I don't care let's, what the climate let's, is. Let's it split can, it up. It can be as shitty as it needs to be because after your side collapses, we're going to take it anyway. Yeah. So, I say, how long is it going to take to? Right. I mean, they're going to starve. Right. They clearly can't fight. They won't have guns. They have no transportation. They're, yeah. Their electric cars are going to be dead in no time flat. Yeah. It shouldn't be too hard to take them over. Right, so, so that's fine. You you force us to North Dakota. Yeah, that's fine. So I'll go there for a year. Could you live towards, like, pick your area? Well, I think you have. I think it's California. I, yeah. They've picked it. When can we go invade? Right. Yeah. I'm going to hop in my 79 Ford, listen to the glass packs cackle, and drive right on home. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can take you. How, how did we get on politics on the straightforward farming we never on politics. <laughs> Let's get back to farm machinery. Yeah, no shit. We started off on the 4010, and, and I it, didn't even get wound up about that I yet. know. I did, apparently, go on a small rant at Bullet Green over, over 4010s, 20s, 60s, 30s, 5010s, whatever. A buddy of mine caught it on video, but somehow silenced it, so it's just a bunch of me waving my arms. Ah, uh, uh-huh. Thank goodness he didn't get the audio. Yeah. Not Which, that I have anything against them, but in my defense, and we've all talked about this before, and I've told you this for years. As far as forty tens, forty twenties, they're not that great of a track. I fully understand why you like your forty tens, your grandpas. I fully understand. Yep, that. I'm not knocking you for that. I would do the same thing. You will never ever hear me say that that was the greatest tractor ever made. Grandpa's six thirty case, right? And you, there's not a lot of redeeming qualities to that. Yeah, that yeah, but that, I've got you, it. That's yeah, that's getting bottom of the barrel. Well, <laughs> now considering is, the other options he gave my father on what he was willing to purchase, six thirty case is looking pretty damn good. Really? Mm-hmm. One thing about a six thirty case, you're not going to start it in gear because you start with the gear shift. Really? Yep. So like it's got like a, a switch. One, to, one spot is is start. No kid. Yep, yeah, hits the switch. That's what starts it. Not going to start it in gear. Can't do it. Couldn't do it if you wanted to. I'll be damned. Yeah. Didn't know that. And then you pull the old case of matic Yep. And then you wait for the brakes to unlock, and you go lurching forward. Because it usually don't move till you slap it in case of matic because the brakes are shit because it's a case. Right. But, uh, yeah. 
That's really, and, and I don't mean this like the way this is going to sound because everybody knows me on TikTok, but, you know, 50 years ago, everybody had a case tractor and a gleaner combine. I mean, yeah, everybody. Around, around here, yeah. And it's like when that shit died, it died. I mean, there is no case tractors left. Little, little known fact, both my grandpas, the last new tractor they bought was case. Really? My my grandpa on my mom's side bought an 830 gas that my cousin still has. And my grandpa on my dad's side bought a 630 diesel. No kidding. No. Yeah. So that, my dad was leaps and bounds. Like, after screwing with that thing, I'm like, ain't no wonder you went red. Like, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 yeah and even when you got up into the, the I'm going to just call them the white colored case tractors, you know, I don't know if them was 70s or early 80s. We know whatever it was. Yeah, they knew it at 1030. I mean, there just wasn't none of them around here. I mean, very, very, very few. Very few. Yeah, very I mean, few white ones. Once Desert Sunset ended, there wasn't a lot of white ones. Nope. And Gleaner Combines. Honestly, that was the end of the good ones, too. Yeah. And Gleaner Combines, a lot of them ended in about the early to mid 80s around yeah. here. You know, guys run them through the 70s, and then yeah. a lot of guys either went red or green and yeah. never went back. Yeah. But that's understandably that, so. That is two tractors I've never drove in my life is a white, uh, and I'm talking like Oliver and a white, a white tractor or a case. I've never drove either one of them ever. I can hook you up. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of white tractors I'll around. Be honest here. With you, you're not really missing anything. Um, but yeah, I, I actually won't knock the 630. I don't mind it. For its day, I mean, like, what model year? Would that be like a mid-50s? Yeah, probably. Yeah. It was right at the tail end of my dad being at home. So. Yeah, so. It had been. Mid to 60s, I guess. Mid-late 50s-ish to early 60s. Okay, yeah. Probably, I would say. I don't have to look. Because I remember he had a 33 Massey diesel. Which I'd dearly love to get back. Jackass won't sell it to me. Um, Grandpa had an 88 Oliver diesel that broke. After it broke the second crank or the third crank, he traded it off, I think, on the 630. So he was all about diesel, kind of Grand, ahead of its my, time. My in grandpa I mean, on, the, on the McCormick side went diesel as soon as it came out. Really? He, he was diesel way back. No kidding. Yeah, that's kind of rare. I mean, a lot of them yeah. guys didn't because it was new. Well, I mean, diesel was cheap. Yeah. He was tight. I mean, yep. He went diesel early on. Which, I wonder, back then, might have been hard to get somebody to work on a diesel. I mean, it, I'm not going to say it was new technology, but nobody around here had diesel stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he went diesel very early on. I wonder what diesel did cost back then. 30 cents a gallon? Something like that. I mean, it couldn't have been shit. Cents, it wasn't much. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he switched to diesel early on. My dad's first tractor was a 350 diesel international. Really? Yeah, first tractor he bought. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Diesel probably got real, real popular by what? Probably the mid seventies. I mean, there were yeah. several guys went to it in the sixties with the new generation deers and eight oh sixes and yeah. stuff. But I'd say by mid seventies, you know, yeah, stuff was getting yeah, bigger. This was pretty out. Yeah. Then. Or maybe even early seventies. When when yeah. did like a ten sixty six come out? Was it seventy one? Seventy one. So yeah, by then I'd say most guys were yeah. moving up the ladder. Yeah, late sixties gas was getting phased out. Rightfully so. Yeah. I don't well, yeah, I guess I farmed with a few gas tractors when I was a kid. H and a WD Alice Chalmers and We had a D fourteen for a while. 
What a miserable piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Had an olive radiate gas with a belly more that we mowed with that wasn't horrible. Dad sold it. We got a D14, which was miserable. I wonder how many tractors your dad has owned over the years. Oh, my gosh. It's been a shit pot. Full. It's a shit pot. They made 47,000 1066s. He had 37,000 of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we never farmed with the same set of equipment two years in a row till Heath and I got higher up the ladder. <laughs> yeah. We never did. Like right. Every tractor we ever farmed with, like, this was wrong with it, that was wrong with it. you just deal with it, we'd fix it, and he'd sell it. I'm like, we just got it fixed. Yeah, I know, now it's worth something. <laughs> Every tractor I ever farmed with, the torque was out, the clutch was weak, like, didn't shift, the steering was wore out, something. We'd fix it all yep. in the shop that winter, and off it went, yep. you know. Yeah, I remember you had a 1256 when I was a kid. It's like smoke like thing. a freight train. That thing did smoke like a freight train. I love that tractor. Yeah, I love that thing. Yep, sure enough. Yeah. That was... You guys didn't have many of the 86 series, though, did you? I mean. Actually, an 86 series is what my grandpa had a farmer. You had a four, was it a 1486? No, we had a 10. My dad had a, a pretty badass 1086. That's when grandpa was retired, but he would still help here and there. And a couple of days of running that, he told dad, if you're going to keep that thing, I'm done. So dad obviously didn't get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make sure that ended. And we ended up selling it to my uncle. And then we sold it to uh, some good pulling friends of ours, the Bramer brothers from Beaverville, Illinois. Um, how we ended back up with that thing. They ended up with it for for several years. Because um, he always claimed he had to have a sheep to keep it dry, you know, something to rub up against it and wipe the oil off of it. But, yeah. We had, and then we had a 1586 when I was a kid, which I dearly loved. That was kind of my tractor-ish for a while. And we got rid of it. And, and we were kind of out of 86s for a while. And, yeah, for some reason, I was thinking that one, when you was a kid, it was a 1486, but I guess. No, we had a 10, then we went to a 15 at some point. Then we got that 5288 that we had forever that I would still like to have back. Love that tractor. Spent a lot of time in that thing. It was a good tractor. There were several 86 series tractors around here when we mm-hmm. were kids. Yeah. A lot of disappointment. A lot of guys get rid of 14s and 10s for those. and They were what they were, but... They weren't a 1466 for sure. Yep. By today's standards, they're somewhat cheap horsepower. A lot yeah. of guys buy them to put them on like TMR mixers and shit. Yeah. Just because you're not. start. They'll yeah, run. The PGO's great. You're not beating around in them all day. You're just yeah. running here and there. Stationary and, work. And most guys don't want them, so you can buy them cheap, you yeah. know. Which, yeah, goddamn, exactly. they did ride rough. Man, I had a neighbor had a 1086, and I would always run that. And man, I don't miss them. They told that at the dealer meeting that year. They rode like a horse. He raised his hands like, who in the hell told you a horse rode good? Yeah. It's true. Set in the middle, not a good plan. Oh. And they didn't weigh enough. You know, later tractors ride better because they weigh three times as much. You know, a Magnum sets in the same spot, but it it rides better because it weighs way more. Yeah. You know. I, what was a 1586? That was like 160, 180 horse? Yeah. Something like right that. in there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't see many of them around the countryside anymore. Around here, I mean... And that's what they were stock. Nobody farmed with those stock. Yeah. You give me a stock tractor. And, boy, I remember we traded for a 5288 one time, and it wasn't super far away, so we didn't haul it back. Dad just dropped me off, and I drove it home. 
I got back to the shop and I was all pissed off. And he's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I had to shift down. He's like, what do you mean you had to shift down? I'm like, I had to shift down going up a hill. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. And we had a 52 at the time. And I can assure you I would not have had to shift down with that one going up a hill. (laughs) He's like, what do you think? I'm like, I think I need a 10-millimeter wrench and a screwdriver. This is some bullshit. Like, I ain't putting up with that. (laughs) I've spoiled you with horsepower. I'm like, that may be. But if we're going to keep this thing around very long, we didn't farm with it ever. We sold it right away. But, uh, yeah, what? Yeah, stock is. I, I couldn't imagine going to the field with a two-wheel drive tractor nowadays. Yeah, we would never get, we'd never get I mean, done. you'd never do anything. You, that's why we farmed in May. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, you, you couldn't farm in April because you didn't have enough traction to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would just, I, I couldn't do it. Mm. And I've said a hundred times, I think nowadays the machinery has added to yields every bit as much as what, you know, everybody wants to talk about genetics and whatnot. I'm not saying they haven't improved but the machinery nowadays is tenfold better than what it was when we were kids. You yeah. know, you get to a wet spot, you're, you know, hell, from one end of the field to the other, you might have to bump the field elevator up three or four times yeah. in three or four different spots, you know. And it wasn't wide enough to swing out in the mud hole and kind of work it dry like you had yeah. to drive through the mud hole. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everybody talks, well, my rolling basket's plugged. Eh, not if you're good enough. If you get it just right and you set it down, you clear into high range, you can throw that mud right out of oh, the yeah, basket, for sure. around and come back and work it over again. Yeah, I've, I don't know that I've ever dug mud out of a rolling basket. You just drop her down and go, and she'll <laughs> yeah. fling her out. Yeah, she'll fling her out if you work at it hard enough. Oh. Yeah. Which we've actually got away from rolling baskets on everything, which has worked out well. They seem to be high maintenance for little return, so with the six-bar harrows on everything. Yeah, I got no problem with my baskets on my sulfur stuff. They got big bearings on them. They don't, don't cause any grief. And the Heston field cultivators had baskets before anybody else, really. Yeah. And they had good bearing. We didn't really have bearing trouble with those either. But you skilled guys, you guys got to change a lot of bearings. I don't miss them at all. Yeah, you guys got to change. We never had much bearing trouble, but I just, I'm not a fan of Danish tine. Yeah, the Danish tine's fine, but the the frame's breaking all the time. That's not too awesome. No. Fortunately, New, New Holland killed that off for everybody. We'll go ahead and buy them, shit can the company, move on. Yeah, to my knowledge, you can't get any of that shit anymore, can you? I mean, they pretty much completely scrapped it. As far as I know. Which I sell a lot of parts for Con's Kildee stuff because I can source it from other places. But Yeah. Which my experience from dumping Kong's Kildee and going to Sunflower, I I'm glad they shit canned it because they just weren't they just weren't well made. They just weren't. No. And the better they the better they tried to make the frame, the worse job it did. Yeah. Ours was always we never had trouble with bearings on the rolling baskets. You couldn't keep rolling baskets on it. It was always breaking the hangers, breaking the frame, not the cultivator frame itself, but the frame yeah. of the baskets where it went to the f- main frame of the cultivator. Oh, it was just a nightmare. Yeah. I'm on the opposite side of it. Sulfur stuff's made too good, I can't sell any parts. Yeah. Unless somebody backs into a tree, then nothing ever breaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's not enough trees around here. So No, that there's not. That's for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I think machinery has helped yields as much as hybrids ever have. Well, if early planning is a thing, and we all know it is, you can push the envelope a little harder with a four wheel drive with big tires than you can with a two-wheel drive 1086 mm-hmm. for sure 4440 whatever pick your poison 
I mean, the last six, seven years around here, we got to force ground to dry. It's yeah. so wet. I mean, yeah. crack it open. And- You've got a, a small window in April, and then your next window is in June. You pretty much got May off. Yeah. And uh, and you have to have it done by the insurance date in June. So then you're really busting ass. So, yeah. Yeah, it would be funny to just drop us all back with the same machinery that we had 25 years ago and mm-hmm. just say, farm with it for one day and let me know how that goes. I just told a buddy of mine that this this morning, actually. We were talking about stuff. I'm like, but I like all that old stuff, but I farm with that shit. I don't have to farm with it again. Yeah. Like, well, we still got a lot of it. We use it for other things. I'm not dying to work 200 acres down with a 490 disc no. and a 1466. Like, I'm good. No. I'm nope, good that's just like my 4010. That's fine to take on a tractor drive here and there, but if you yeah. said go farm 600 acres or whatever with that thing, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I think I'm okay. Yeah. 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 You can give me a Bluetooth fender radio and I'm still not going to be that. Yeah. Thrilled. No. I'm still going to be dirty. I'm going to be hot. And I'm going to be tired when I'm Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We took that thing on a tractor drive last Sunday. And I mean, hell, cumulatively, we didn't drive 15 miles, you know, and we stopped yeah. here and there and stopped at the bar and this and that. But I remember about halfway through that drive, I thought, God damn, my ears are hurt on this thing, you know? And it don't yeah. seem that loud till you sit on it for hours on end. It's I like, God damn. I love my 1468, but. Pulling in and out of the shed, wrecking the throttle a couple of times. I'm good. Yeah. That's all I need. Yep, I agree. I don't know. I don't need another long night in a car heart with fire coming out of the pipes. No. When it's cold as shit. No, I don't I'm good. I don't need Yeah, that. and I will assure you, if you pulled in a fleet of wagons today and said you have to harvest with wagons from now on, then mm. yeah, I'm done for sure. I'm out. Yeah. Not gonna do it. Yeah. I'm with you there. I don't care if they're the good big 600 bushel wagons with brakes and lights and shit. I'm not doing it. I just, I'm not. Last time we got one of those out and actually took it to town, we got done with that and I immediately parked everything back in the shed. Dad's like, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah, we're good. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, you can't see around them. There's so much yeah. more traffic now. Yeah. That tractor hadn't been off the farm in probably 10 years. Yeah. So it was just hopping all the way. Tires were flat spotted. Like I had to stand the whole time. Like you can't see around it. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Park that right back in the shed. Yep. That wagon is for grain bin on use only. Like yeah. we're all good. <laughs> yeah. Hell, I think everybody around here that ever had wagons got hit. Yeah. Was in wreck. I mean, there was just shit yeah. happening all the time around here. When we had old shitty wagons, my brother made it his mission that year to make sure dad bought new tires for every wagon. Every freaking time the radio went off, my brother had a flat tire. Then I'd load up the shit and we go fix it. And I'm like, I told him, like, would you just slow down? Nope, these tires suck. I'm going to get them fixed. And you know okay. as well as I do, there's nothing any safer in the world than jacking up a wagon full of corn yeah. with a little bottle jack yeah. trying to change Which, tires. I mean, you, you met my brother. So once in a while, we, you know, that was, yeah. Nothing was better than a 90. He hollers on the radio. He lost his wagons. What do you mean you lost wagons? I can't find them. What do you mean you can't find them? We had just traded for this tractor. And the pin that holds the drawbar in, the bolt fell out. And he led up to cross a bridge, hit the throttle, took off. Wagons are gone. Shit. Drawbar and everything fell out. And they went, luckily, they caught a field lane. Well, let me rephrase. The front wagon caught a field lane. The back wagon caught a dance. Yeah. <laughs> the back wagon didn't survive very well, but they ended up out in a cornfield. Of course, back then, those lights on those tractors were like holding two, can- oh, two, yeah. two big lighters in the wind, you know. 
So he's looking for me. Can't find these wagons. So we, we roll up there in the pickup truck and look around. Oh, it looks like there's some tracks here. We found them. Get everything hooked back up. Drawbar still intact. Pin still with it. Whatever. Okay. We got everything back in there and pulled them to town. Called the elevator. Hey, stay open late. You know, so on and so forth. And we got them in there. It wrecked the back one. Like your vertical braces on the right side, it crumpled the shit out of those. That was yeah. an Oliver wagon frame. Really? Which you don't see a lot of. With, I can't even tell, like a Kill Brothers box or something at the time. The front one survived. It was an easy trail, I think. It survived. It was fine. But, uh, yeah. Physically lost the wagons. I tell I would, you what, wagons hung, around, hung on around here mm-hmm. probably as long as any location mm-hmm. in the U.S. I mean, shit, I was yeah. 30 years old, yeah, and there were still a lot of wagons around still here. still a lot of wagons. But they've pretty well about all phased out now i mean there might be a straggler here or there yeah, they're getting they're getting thin yeah they're getting thin yeah yeah i wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't want to go back to that for nothing no no that well i mean we're thinking we're rolling tall cotton when we had those first 400 bushel ever for oh yeah my tires like yeah that's a fat hog in the ass right there like yep. and you was taking 800 bushel to town you yeah because he's always pulling two of them yeah i'm always pulling two and had good tires on well i mean they were shitty semi tires but they would last forever on a wagon yeah and they they trailed they did, nice they did balance I mean, they trailed nice yeah unless you got in the mud and then they weren't so good yeah but, yeah beat the shit out of a flotation tire though oh they, for they sure and hop and bounce and carry on yeah yeah Got to always remember it sounded like friggin' World War II, you know, up around the elevator in harvest time, you know, because everybody taking off out there with empty wagons mm-hmm. and the banging and the clanging. I mean, God, you could hear that for a mile away. You get that much slop in that many spots. And yeah. yeah. And then you always had the guys, you know, there's guys right here pulling four wagons at a yeah. time. And it's like, Jesus criminy. Yeah. It didn't work out so well. No. But, <laughs> but yeah, they about all phased out. For yeah, the most part. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah, I'd still like to have a seven forty four just to park at the bend. I don't really need it, but yeah, it's kind of one one. Yeah, we got one wagon left, and it's literally for transferring grain from one bin. We can set up two augers, and you got to you know you can't dump an auger into an auger. You got to have a wagon yeah. or something sitting there. But yeah, that's some bitch same way. It ain't left to farm. And well, the last time we used it was back when uh, we was getting beans in the big bags instead of boxes yeah. and it had an auger on it so we'd fill the drill with it you know years ago yeah good times yep that auger was a godsend compared to doing it with a five gallon bucket mm-hmm. we fill our drill with a five gallon bucket now that is a rocking good time <laughs> yeah holy shit had a little wooden deal made to fit in the chute because you know a bucket's not very wide and the chute was wider than the bucket that would narrow it down to to the bucket size and you take out you know six buckets or whatever and redneck fire minute back and forth you know make a chain what a miserable bitch ain't it funny how when you don't know any different you don't think nothing about it i mean so like i always look back and i'm gonna go back to like the 40s or even the 30s or whatever or even the 20s i mean back when it was real hard farming it's like why did anybody ever stay home and do this profession yeah yeah. (laughs) seems like a terrible idea yeah yeah, it's not hard to see why guys left the farm then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's definitely changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, there's a lot of guys nowadays. If you if you just went back to a 15 or 20-foot drill and said, you know, hey, yeah. you got 800 acres of beans to plant with this thing, they're like, fuck you. I'm 80 acres with a 15-foot drill is a pretty good day. Damn right. I think the best I ever got was 127 or 147, and that was busting ass. Yeah. And we don't have good running, but... 
you know, as a kid, everybody had a two-ton truck or one-ton truck yeah. with some sideboards, and the elevator had a hoist, and you'd haul your whopping hundred and some bushel yeah. in there. Yeah, I mean, in 1998, when we were graduating high school, a six-row planter around here was still very common. Mm-hmm. There were several 12s. Nobody had a 16, and no. I mean... The 24 wasn't even thought of. I mean, no. you, you know, that was somewhere in Saskatchewan. You know, you'd never have one of them down here. Well, no. there are a dime a dozen around here now. I remember not too long after my grandpa retired, he had a probably a one-ton Chevy or a three-quarter ton Chevy before that. And he'd got a Ford Ranger, Ford freaking Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> and he was sitting there in the farm lot. And we, we had a 715 then. And dad had dumped, you know. Most of the whopping, what, 100 and some bushel that thing held, probably. And he had a little bit left over, and he pulled over Grandpa's brand-new Ford Ranger. And he, oh, kicked her, he kicked her on, he dumped the bed full. That bumper wasn't an inch off the ground. Grandpa was not happy. <laughs> yeah. He had no choice. He had to go to town. They hoisted it up, slid it out. He never parked it in the open after that. It was always in the garage after that. He never left it out there. My dad laughed about that. Still to this day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was the first vehicle I was, was ever in the head overdrive. Really? It was a it was a manual, but it had overdrive. We didn't have anything. Was, was that the little it was like a purple was, and raspberry? One, that, that one was orange and white. Oh, okay. I don't remember that one. Okay. The one after that was like a maroonish. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. a maroonish one after that. But yeah. Because that one was automatic. Because I remember that's right when we got the first international combine. And grandpa picked me up, going to the field to see this new international combine. We pull in the driveway. He Slides her in there and drive, slams the brakes, clicks her in reverse, says, yep, ought to last a long time, take care of it, and peels out the other way, and off we went. We weren't there 15 seconds. <laughs> we're gone. <laughs> he was a day. <laughs> All right. I guess we're good. It was, it was kind of purplish raspberry. Yeah. Kind of purplish red. Yep. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> All right. I guess I guess we're doing fine. Which it was a hell of an improvement over that TR seventy. God, I hate. It. I mean, yeah. the TR seventy was way better than that seven fifteen on a lot of aspects. But I worked on that seven that TR seventy a hell of a lot more. It yeah. did a great job if you could keep it in the field. Yep. Keep fuel in it. Yeah, that's back when you guys ran a row crop John Deere bean head mm-hmm. on that thing, wasn't it? Well, because New Holland's platform sucks so bad. Yep. Them row crop heads actually did work slick yeah. in 30-inch beans. I think yeah. they were better than a draper, honestly. Yeah. I mean. I cannot believe that somebody in today's world with, with plastic and poly and all this shit hasn't come back out with one of those. Yeah. Yeah, they, they worked were slick. I mean, they were high maintenance and they were heavy, but you could you could unscrew most of that now. Right. You know. Yeah, because back then, God, you could just fly through the field with them things. I mean, there was no shatter whatsoever. Right? No. I mean, it just One of those now that's still in decent shape and still usable still brings good money. Is that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The first time I ever ran one was I when I went on a wheat harvest that year. We got back to fall crops, and a lot of milo out there, so worked yeah. great for cutting milo. Yeah, I bet. I mean, hell, and then end up cutting several beans with one too. But yeah, yeah. they work great. But and you know now, I mean, you're going to be looking. I don't know if you could ever get one of them in a in a sixteen row. I mean, twelve would be a a stretch. I mean, you everybody wants such a big head now that you could surely do a sixteen row folding though with today's technology. And well, I suppose. I mean. Yeah, I was always curious who Deer bought that from, stole that from, borrowed that from. Like, maybe they came up with it on their own. I'd be doubtful, but maybe yeah. they did. But they were so gosh darn heavy. I remember yeah. going to move that way a three point head carrier, and when you're going to rearrange the shed, like that was a nightmare. When you had to move that, like I had to sit on the front of the tractor. Yeah, my brother had to sit on the front of the tractor. Like the other thing was badass heavy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, them work slick, and then the no till drills come out, and that's what killed that them. Killed them. It. I killed them dead. Everything went to. 
step drilled beans and they were yep. over. But God, you could fly through the field with them. Hell, I remember cutting beans yeah. at six mile an hour yeah, on a there was six no drill. Shat, there was I mean, no shatter. They were good to go. Yeah, and then nowadays, you know, you get these damn beans. They get so tall and they go down. They'd work great on that. I mean, it's just like corn. It just stands yeah. them back up and right in they come. You're not. I'm surprised nobody's got back into that. Yeah. But, I mean, when in the world of 40-foot drapers, like. Yeah. Just no need for it. No need for it. But you would think with some of your other crops, maybe there would be like Milo, except. Right. You know. Right. I mean, Milo was a big deal when I was a kid. I can't tell you the closest Milo field to us now. Oh, God. We always raised Milo when I was a yeah. kid. Yeah. Itchy, nasty shit. Yep. It was typical. My dad, like we had like 20, 40 acres of it around, right. just enough to be a pain in the ass. Yep. And but a lot of hog farmers and stuff around here fed that. Yeah. Yep. I don't know anybody that grows. I don't know where you would sell it if you did grow it around here. Oh, you'd probably have to take it straight to St. Louis. And and even when it phased out right here in our area, you went twenty miles south, and there was still a lot of it. Yeah. For a few years after that, but now it's gone. Yeah, I mean, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Little Milo. Yep. Boy, that is nasty, itchy shit. Yeah. I, oh, it's terrible. It just makes me shake yeah. thinking about yeah. it. God. I ain't no kidding. Makes me quiver a little bit. I know at the time, the last time we raised that shit, it cost half as much as corn to plant. And it was usually worth about the same amount per bushel as corn selling yeah. it. And I don't remember around here. I was thinking like a hundred and Forty, fifty bushel Milo was good Milo. Yeah, I mean, I so, you know, it yeah. wasn't like it, like a corn crop where you're getting two hundred bushel. Now yeah. I don't know today. I mean, it's been twenty years since I messed with it. I have no yeah. idea what Milo yields today, but that's what it was around here. Hundred and yeah. hundred and forty was really good. Yeah, but I know you could always raise really good soybeans after Milo because it was yeah. so much fodder and trash. Yeah. I mean, it was just it was good all light dirt. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it didn't need much much rain to. No, and, to a make ton, it, and a ton of guys used it for feed. Right. They'd have enough for some feed. Yeah. I don't miss it. No, I don't either. I sure don't. I don't no. think we ever had Milo past the TR-70. We might not even had Milo when we had the TR-70. I don't know. I spent most of my time with that combine inside of it, so. But I don't know what happened from the cab view. I spent most of my time inside of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when that piece of shit slugged, big deal. The panels, you had to push in to get them off. We couldn't oh, push shit. them in because well, it slugged. And my brother screwed me on that a couple of times. We had a three-wheeler at this one farm. and we take turns riding it. Well, one of, Dad went to town to get parts. We were supposed to unslug it while he was gone. My brother said, like, well, I'll, run, I'll ride the three-wheeler first, and you you dig, and then when, you know, I'll, I'll come back here in a few minutes, and you can ride, and I'll do it. Yeah, he come back when he heard Dad coming down the road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As <laughs> yeah, I crawled back out of that, yeah. He claimed he'd been there the whole time. Mike and ass, he'd been there the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. God, the thought of just unslugging a combine, just, uh yeah. yeah. Nowadays, you know, everything's so big and the head's so big, I mean, by the time you slug one today, you've got a fucking problem yeah. now. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. This took a change to a RAS bar. You can pretty much unslug them. That's what I've heard. Pickup truck, tractor, you can get them unslugged. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I haven't had to do that in quite some time. But Yeah, I've never, I've actually, knock on wood, I've never slugged the rotor 
on a deer combine. I've slugged feeder house, which that's easy. Hit the reverser and away you go, but I've never slugged the rotor on a deer combine. I slugged the rotor on our 1461s. I probably took my brother's advice. Well, I know I took his advice. I probably shouldn't have, but it's like, well, you just click them in third gear. You go down a hill, kick the separator on, get enough momentum, shove it right out the back. But I got he wasn't lying. Yeah. You get it going in third gear, kick the separator on, it'll shove that shit right out the back. Wow. <laughs> open the concaves all the way up. That's back when you had to hop out, right. ratchet them open, shove it right out the back, close them back up, click her back in second, off you go again. Mm. It's either that or you're changing the rotor belt. Right, exactly. Yeah, you're going to find out pretty you're quick. You're going to find out one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have any trouble, though. Showed it right out. Off I went. I couldn't imagine today just getting back in, you know, just for an example, a 6,600 deer or whatever, just with not having the feeder house reverser. I mean, there's, which now that we've went to a draper, that's alleviated a lot of that. But there was a lot of times around here, you're going around brush, and, you know, you'll get some. Well, red guy, you didn't get a hydraulic reverser till what, a late 23? Oh, no shit. Yeah, that electric reverser was better than the crescent wrench in a pipe. Yeah. But not by a hell of a lot. I mean, it, it was air conditioned in there. We wow! Had switch, but it wasn't awesome. Yeah, it was just a starter. Yeah, chain. And it, if you didn't slug it bad, it would get it. But yeah, and there's even times around here in corn. You know, say you're in one of them fields that you're just finishing up, and it's starting to rain or shower or whatever, and you can accidentally grab a wad. You know, and I mean, it comes yeah. right out at the minute you hit the reverser. But yeah, it's like God, I couldn't. You know, I probably use a reverser six, eight times a fall. I mean, just through different scenarios yeah. of stupid shit. If like, you're doing the Cresser wrench, you get way more careful. Yeah, you damn right. Biggest screw in I ever took farmer. It was on my birthday one year. We just started. We're getting all the bins going, this, that, and the other. And we had one more through to make to get enough corn. We're good in the stirrators. And for some reason or another, my brother ended up in a combine. I said, be careful. There's a spot there where I don't know, it was a drowned out spot or a wide spot with a planter or whatever, and there were some weeds. They'd pile up on the tall corn, and they'd come in at once. So be careful when you go through there. All right. He slugged it. Decided to shear the rotor belt off, trying to unslug it. Oh, shit. Brought it back. He's like, hey, by the way, this combine slugged, and uh, the rotor belt's broke, and uh, I got to leave for work early in the morning, so uh, you're going to get that out of there. That'll swell overnight. So I spent the rest of my evening, that's when I live fairly far away, so I spent the rest of my evening unslugging that and getting all that fixed, and uh, and wasn't, wasn't the best birthday I've ever had. Then I got home, my sister-in-law lived with me at the time, and the starter was out on her car, so I had to put that on when I got home. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it was like... Happy birthday to you. Yeah, it was like 2 in the morning time I went to bed, and I was not a happy camper. It was literally like the first day in the field. I'm like, not fun. And the bad part is, on any slugged combine, you literally have to pull it out straw by straw. Yeah. It is in there so yeah. tight, you're not just grabbing a handful. I mean, it's, it's just... Picking it away. Yep. Keep yeah. picking until it finally, you get a little bit of a handful, and then just, yeah. oh, it just makes me cringe thinking about it. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So, well, I think once again, we have made it full circle from politics to slugging combines yeah so. i mean th- these people do not fully appreciate the variety that they get on this <laughs> no show we're, we're full circle to yeah. cover it all exactly if you have a topic you want us to catch that we're not catching like let us know we'll yeah happy to and, cover. and we'll gladly take call-ins one of these days yeah. as soon as the 21st century hits here yeah bam we'll be on it yeah. we'll take calls yeah i can barely get signal 
on my phone here right yeah. now. I mean, and we're down here in the basement, so I virtually get none. Yeah. But yeah, if we can ever get some good signal or satellite internet or something, um, and I'm not doing huge net or none of that. I'm actually signed up for Starlink, but they just keep pushing it yeah. further and further down the road. So I may never COVID. see it. But yeah, exactly. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe someday yeah. we'll take call-ins, but until then, you'll have to deal with what we want to talk about. That's right. <laughs> Yep. So, well, like I say, bear with us. We'll keep trying to hammer these out as best we can. Harvest is going to be right around the corner. Not going to make any guarantees on when the next podcast will come out. Yeah. We'll do what we can. Yeah, we'll do what we can. But other than that, I will tell you this winter, we'll get back on them, though. We'll be back full swing again. Yeah. So, back on. Yeah. So, all right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We will see you next time.